I'd like to welcome you to WCPT AM's Out Chicago. Think of us as Sunday brunch with your gay best friends. Now, please welcome your host, Scott Duff. And a happy Sunday fun day to everybody out there. Scott Duff here along with Ella Miller. Good morning, Scott. Good morning. I bear it's cold out oh. there. <laughs> there must be some clovers in the atmosphere. I say burr. <laughs> it's cold in here. Oh, man, it is cold. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's a little nippy. It is. It is a little nippy. So hey, so everybody stay inside. Get a. We're going to be your warm cup of cocoa yeah, today. Yeah. On on the on the frigid, out Chicago. Whew. But it's we. Cold. But what? It's t- it's the sun is shining. The sun is. Sh- that is a that good does thing. Help yeah. It helps mentally. Oh, one hundred percent. Except mm-hmm. walking my dog. Yeah, the dogs Oof. don't like this at not all. at all. Not and ours little, either. It takes forever to get them all dressed up. Oh, yeah, I know. i got to put the coat on. got to put the coat and the thing and try to figure out how that works because mm. I never put it on. I know you're not a clothes, I have a very, No, dogs dog. should not wear clothes except you know, a coat in the winter. We time. have a female dog, and we have this coat. When I walk her, people like, oh, they love her because it's got hearts on it, pink hearts. Maybe if you had a different outfit. Look, his outfit is really cute. Okay, it's so a cute little problem? thing because dogs shouldn't wear clothes. Well, it's if, like this goes well. If I'm, you have a, if you if you have an undercoat, certain dogs honestly don't need them. But if you have like a really, you know, short-haired dog like ours, you, yeah, you, it, you definitely need, need one. Yeah, yeah, I know. We I put it on, I put it on because it's you know yeah. negative thirty-two. Right, for special occasions yeah. like this. this yeah, yeah, weekend. no, but like Halloween. Oh yeah, we have ours dressed up. Yeah, no. See, Emmett hates it. He hates it well, so she much. She takes the hat off. That doesn't stay on. There's very a hat. Long. What's her yeah. outfit? It's um. It's so funny because it's called, uh, it's got her, it, she's named Maggie, our dog, and the, the I think the outfit's called Waggy Maggie. Okay. And it's a tutu. Oh, I bet you she looks adorable. And a cowboy hat. Oh, and a cowboy? A pink cowboy hat. Well, okay. It's, so she's like I'm Katie Lang. Katie Lang the is, early years. She is the early she years. She is Katie yeah. Lang the early years. That is it, Scott. There, oh, I love it. I knew we could find a lesbian thing in there. Yes, you indeed. You know, well, the, Jerry Dye loves to dress up our dog. And like, there was one year for Halloween, he kept saying like, uh, we have a problem because our dog talks to us. Mm-hmm. Don't ask. Like okay. he, he's very, you know, we have mm-hmm. conversations with him and he responds and he, I got home and he's like, uh, he's like, Hey, uh, Emmett just told me that he, uh, wants, wants to be Das Vampir for Halloween. I'm like, he wants to be a vampire. Uh, like, he told me that he told you, he told, yes, he, he, t- he told me that he wanted to be a, a Das Vampir. I'm like, okay. I, okay. Okay. And which I thought we're just going to put like he he's like, all right. So we bought like a little cape. We took an old bow tie. No, we took an old um, collared shirt, Uh slipped Uh up the white collar Uh on it and we glued that on there. And then he tied it. It was just going to wear a little cape that had a little thing and Mm -hmm. a little metal medallion, Mm -hmm. you know, very Das Vampir. And then great. Just do whatever. He's going to hate it. And And then when I showed up, um, not only did he put him in this little outfit, he drew eyebrows on him. He put do- on, on the dog. He on, drew on the baby on Emmy. He drew Das Vampir eyebrow, an eyebrow pen, like an eyeliner. Oh. 
and he, he drew them on there, but they wouldn't come off. So our dog had this like surprise expression for about a week <laughs> until they finally came off. Came off eventually. Oh, that is, I never heard of putting eyeliner on a dog. That's a new well, one. Well, welcome to Jerry. <laughs> and welcome to the show. Welcome, we got everybody. A, we got a good one today yes, uh, to keep you all warm, warm the cockles of your heart and, and warm your soul. Uh, it is Cervical Health Awareness Month, and it's a perfect time to shed light on cervical cancer prevention and education. Planned Parenthood of Illinois offers a wide range of sexual and reproductive health services and valuable education resources. We're going to be uh, chatting with Yvonne Oldacre, uh, Health Center Clinician of Planned Parenthood Illinois, uh, to help get the word out about that. It's a very important thing. Um, And AIDS Foundation Chicago is getting ready for their annual World of Chocolate. It's a benefit at Union Station. Uh, Madeline Miley uh, joins us from from uh, AIDS Foundation Chicago. Always a great event. It's a great event, and it's so pretty. And I passed I judgment you... last year, and I'm going to pass judgment this year. Oh, you're going to be judging again? Yes, I'm so How excited. Fun. It's, oh, it's a lot of chocolate. It's a lot of chocolate. Uh, uh, yeah, mm. it's a lot of chocolate. 30, 30, I think 32 32 different tiers. things to try. And they're not small. Yeah. Can you but just the, break each one of them in half? Well, yeah, kind of like yeah. you learned how to take a... a I figured out, but when you talk to them, anyway. Yeah, you don't want to insult them by like hardly eating it. I know, well, you have to because you have to to eat thirty-two. That's that's too much. I love chocolate, but there's a point when, yeah, yeah, like eat a piece of flourless chocolate cake, and the first few bites, and by the end, I'm like, "Uh, I'm still eating it, but uh, yeah, it's just a limit. Uh huh, one hundred percent. But this is a chance to test your limits for a good. I'm going to push my limits for a good cause. And you know what? We're just just trying to figure out why she just doesn't move to Chicago already. Uh, That lovely Energizer Bunny that is Ginger Minge is back in Chicago with Gidget Galore for the Broadway at the Venus Cabaret Theater. We're going to chat with our good buddy Ginger Minge later on in the show. And of course, we would love to hear from you. So give us a call at. 773-763-9278. That number again is 773-763-9278. Of course, you can find us on Facebook where we are coming at you alive. Uh, just head on over to the Out Chicago radio page. And if that doesn't float your boat, well, you can always tune in on WCPT 820. And while you're at it, follow WCPT and Heartland Signal on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the Tick the Talks. <laughs> What's been going on with you? Well, you know, we've been like hunkering down as much as we can, but you can't keep us down for long because oh, yeah, of course. we did go out Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And I, I did do want to give a mention. Uh, we went to see Teatro Zinzani. Mm. Uh, everybody says it's just it so much fun. such a great night of entertainment and unique to anything else you'll do so in this great So it's kind time. of like circus arts? It, it, kind of ex- yeah, what's it all like, about? It's uh, like Cirque du Soleil meets Moulin Rouge meets dinner theater meets, you know, I mean, the, it's a lot of comedy. There's comedy. There's bending. There's contortionists. There's bending. Air, bending. <laughs> there's bending in bending. crazy positions. Yeah, yeah. Aerialists that take your breath away. Uh, the MC is Lucy Darling. We hope to have her on the show in February. She was uh, first met Lucy at the uh, Magic, Magic Lounge. Lounge when it was first open. We had her on the show. She is so, she's a, first of all, she's a great magician, but she is so wonderful when it comes to bringing the people uh, on stage and ad-libbing with as them. As an MC. As an MC. It is just, it's priceless. She's just, she's really, uh, really, really great at it. And we appreciated her. There's a, a singer whose name escapes me, but she is 
fabulous. She's a Chicago singer, uh, belts out some wonderful tunes, some blues tunes, some tunes we all know. The band is fantastic. There's a dinner. You're fed a four-course dinner. Come on now. And it's just, it starts at uh, 7 and it ends around quarter to 10 and... Uh, you know, I can't recommend it enough. I mean, it's it's not the most inexpensive thing you can do, but for a special occasion, or yeah. you want to treat yourselves, you will not come away with anything but a fantastic uh, experience. Look, dinner and a show. I mean, you're, yeah, dinner and a show. There you go. You got dinner it. Dinner and a show and a and a unique show. Uh, we were sitting in the there's you know cl- closest to the stage in the inner circle, and you just you just feel like because it is like it's it's, it's in the round. It's, it's in the round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Where is it round. again? It's it's, it's near... in the hotel next to the Nederlander Theater. Yeah, and the yeah. hotel escapes. It's not the. Um, I know it's it's uh, my, it's right by the Goodman. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah, it's right by Nederlander. Yeah, yeah. And Goodman is across on the, the street. street. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's Thursday through Sunday. I highly recommend it uh, for something fun to do. All I don't know right. anybody that hasn't seen it that doesn't think it was fantastic. So we got to do that. Fun. Awesome. And then last night I went to uh, Hyde Park to the University of Chicago's uh, Logan Center Auditorium where we uh, we saw the uh, blue, three generations of blues. A 17-year-old young man from Mississippi, a 20-something young man from Richmond, Virginia, Billy Branch. Uh, who's my mentor and dear friend as the elder statesman of harmonica playing. It was a harmonica and guitar thing, and it was it was wonderful. It was, uh, boy, a lot of people were there, too, which you wondered what kind of attendance you're going to get but on a so night cold, like last yeah. night. I mean, yeah, I was sort of like, ah, but it's like anything. You don't want to go out, but if you do, you, you put on your stuff. You get in the oh, car. Oh, we know how to do this. And you get there, yeah. and you're like, I'm so glad I went, because yeah. it was a warm and cozy and good feeling kind of experience. Yeah. So, um, I can totally tell that you are not from the South, because the way you said Mississippi. Yes, I'm not from the South. It's Mississippi. Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. Mississippi. Yeah. I don't say Louisville. I don't say that, Lo- that correctly. Lo- Lo- and before I ask Lo- you about what you're Lo- up to, Lo- I want to Lo- give a plug, because it is starting uh, at noon today. Uh-huh. Um a dear friend of ours, Paul Kelvington, uh, he put together a group. Uh, it's a it's a non for profit. It's called Girls Rock. Uh, it's a Chicago benefit, and it is a non profit that empowers girls, trans, and gender expansive youth ages eight to sixteen through music education. So it gives them, you know, gets them education, gives them instruments, gives them an opportunity to express themselves in a welcoming, safe environment. Uh-huh. And today, uh, there's several bands playing. Paul's band and a few others. Uh, it's at Shuba's. Doors open at noon. It, the show starts at 1230. There's some silent auctions that we're going to try and get. I'm going to go right from here to the, uh, to the event. <laughs> and it's just a great cause. Um, one of the bands is performing uh, Transmission, uh, Joy, uh, Joy Division. Remember the band Joy yeah. Division? Their album, the whole album. But is this through... School of Rock? It's not School of Rock. It's a separate. Okay, so girls just specifically for 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 girls, girls. trans girls, gender nonconforming. So uh, if you're around, I know it's a cold day, but it's it's in the afternoon. It's for a great cause. It's in the afternoon. It's sunny out. It's sunny out, and uh, you know, come say hi. I'll be there right after the show. Yeah, oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah, so. I uh, just wanted to mention that. Yeah, my, uh, How about one, you? One of my friend's kids did the School of Rock. Which is program. another great program. And she loved it. Cause what the, it sounds like it's pretty much based. Because when they do their final performances, they do Let's one sh- artist. Like they'll do oh, like. They, they pick a They pick an artist. Mm-hmm. So I remember when she was doing it, she was playing bass for um, No Doubt's uh, Tragic Kingdom. 
Oh. Yeah, fun. It's fun, fun stuff. It's fun, and you know, you're going to enjoy yourself, and you're going to do something for a great cause. So uh, come on down to Shubas and warm up inside with yeah. uh, with Girls Rock Chicago Benefit. Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what about, how was your lovely week? Girl, I have been a lump. I have been nothing but a lump. It's It's, that time of the year. It's that time of year. Also, it was kind of like going, 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 going from, you know, straight through holidays and house guests and birthdays and funerals and and work and doing all this stuff. So I literally just sat in front of my fireplace with my dog for two days. And I'm sad that right now that I have to like... I have to leave my dog. Um, like Jerry's still out of town. I know. Um, your dog is happy to be cozy at home. Oh, he's very happy to be cozy at home. But day. I want to be cozy. Like I want to wear my ideal costume for uh, uh, for winter days it, when I'm just round, lounging around the house is uh, a pair of long underwear and uh, a really big bulky sweater like this one. I feel like Anne Margaret, and I'm just like walking around being all cutesy and warm with some mm-hmm. slippers and some wool socks. Mm. I ordered some. New, I got my Bomba socks on right now. I'm, I've ordered. Uh, girl, mine are, mine are go all the way, they go up to here, and they're oh. wool. Those they're are the, cute. I know, they're super cute. And I ordered more, and they're not going to get here until There's Wednesday. There's on them this time of year. I know, I, I know. I need I sh- some warm socks. I know, I should have I should have done that. Yeah, well. But but anyway, they're coming. So I'm like, I'm, I'm you know, I'm I'm embracing the whole thing. Yeah. I just do wish I could be wearing my little, my little, my Anne Margaret. Salute know, my tribute to Anne Margaret. Yeah, but I sat around and just like... I, uh, Jerry and I are are trying to go more vegetarian right now. So I, I just spent like I got obsessed with pasta fagioli. Oh. Like I just went down a rabbit hole because yesterday it's a nice comforting thing. I right? know. And yesterday was like Saturday, and Saturday is when all the cooking shows are on PBS. So I would like just snuggle up and watch cooking shows all day. And then went down a rabbit hole of pasta fagioli. And that, did you have to go out and buy the ingredients? Or did I, I did, all? so I didn't make it. <laughs> I did I'm not like, make it. What recipe has everything and I, I have, I in, have my in, the house. in my fridge and yep. in my pantry? We that... figured it out. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So it was just kind of like been snug in a rug, just yeah, like hanging it's... out with the pup. Uh, I, I, I have watched so many episodes of 30 Rock. I can't even tell. Oh, I love 30 Rock. <laughs> Me too. And it's but it's it's very interesting to go back and to revisit it because mm-hmm. something you're like is yeah is this problematic is this I'm sure problematic is. i'm sure it is but things have changed a things lot have changed a lot years. yeah 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 but it's like is it it's really weird because like there's this whole thing about like you know jenna maroney the uh jill krasinski mm-hmm. wait jill no no what's her name what's, not jill um, not jill um, why is this going away jean jane krakowski krakowski yes. jane krakowski her character where is she i haven't seen her in anything in a while she was so she good. She pops up every once in a while. Okay, yeah, good, yeah. She's really still keeping busy. Yeah. But like she was dating somebody who was a straight drag queen who did her. Like who performed, oh, who I did her. That. I remember yeah, that. It's, I know. I know. It was, yeah, it's great. Who and, played the... Oh, it's that guy from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. delightful. He's somebody Hader? that... Were, no, it wasn't no. Bill Hader. It was the other guy that's like Diet Bill Hader. Yeah. I can't remember yeah. right now. I remember that. But it's like, yeah. I'm kind of like, okay. And there were some like... That was so funny. Kind of like cross-dressing jokes yeah. and some like inappropriate... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it was delightful and everything. Mm-hmm. And I also, I finally finished watching The Holdovers. Still thought it was just fine. Really? Yeah. I, Everyone, I'm like, because Paul he, Giamatti I just know. won and, and uh, D- Devine won. Oh, but, but, yeah, she's great. 
I haven't seen the holdovers yet. You know, it's fine. Have it's you, fine. We watched Beef. Have you seen Beef? Beef, I started watching, I, and I... You're not the first person that's told me this. Yeah. That it, they started watching, and they didn't hang. Go back and watch. Go back. I'm telling you, Scott, there's a reason they're winning all the awards. Yeah. And oh, the yeah. Emmys are tomorrow night. Who knew that, well, by the way? Well, I know, caught us by surprise that because... That was like, what the what? Know, that's usually in September. Because of the strike, though. It got canceled. It got wow. postponed. Oh. That's why it's now. It's not usually when it is. But I'm like, when, when they won all the Golden Globes, Kathy and I, we got to watch this. And the first episode, it's not... But I'm telling you, I know you, you we'll are going it. to love it. I'll dig it. Okay. Check it out. I have a quick, my crack productions team just corrected me on something. Joy Division was what they did at the last show. They're doing the whole album, H-O-L-E, the band. Oh, whole, yeah. Uh, called Live Through This. Just Live for, Through This. I don't want yeah. to send people there thinking they're going to hear Joy Division. They're going to hear whole. And you see, Live Through This is also, that's when um, Courtney, what's her name? Love. Courtney Love, Courtney thank Love. you. I wanted to say Courtney Cox, but that's I've been watching too many '90s television <laughs> shows. Uh, Courtney Love went after Olivia Rodrigo, accusing her of, like of copying their album oh, cover. Oh, I didn't and know she, that. Yeah, it was very weird and like very public, and she kind of went after hmm. my girl Olivia, hmm. attacking an 18 year old. That ain't cool. No, it was very strange. Well, she's a weirdo. Yeah, she's definitely. She's got some issues. She should journal. She should. Journal. She should journal. Maybe reread. I think. Her yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. Although she's pictures. really great in The People versus Larry Flint. She was. That's good a good movie. Yeah. She's got some talent. She does have some but, talent. You know, but you sometimes know. there's people with talent that. Mm. Yeah. 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 It's a thin, it's a, yeah. it's a fine oh, line sometimes. And I, I, and I also watched uh, Saltburn. I knew you watched. How did, what'd you think? Um, it's I haven't a, seen it's it. It's a kooky pants movie. Is let it? me tell you. It really is. You're like, what? <laughs> what is that happening? Yeah. From, from the awards last week, the, um, Comments and innuendo around things like the you know did you there was a penis joke uh, uh, so it must have a big I, I don't know what's going on in the movie but it sounds uh, like there's something there's a little wiener dance there's some there's a wiener dance, dance that okay. happens yeah hey, got it we got to watch to find it. we watched May December on Friday night oh Natalie how'd you Portman. Like it? I've heard, mm, yeah, see, that's the face you're making. That's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. That's what I've heard. We didn't love it. Let's put it there that. Performances, right. excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. Juliana Moore and uh, Natalie Portman, but mm, didn't love the movie. Yeah. that's mm, mm-hmm. You know, anyway. can't love everything. No, you can't love everything. There wouldn't be things that you loved if you loved everything. It's true. It's true. But so, you know what I love doing? What do you love doing, I love Scott? taking a break, and I also love improving my credit score. Don't we all? Don't we all? And this part of it, luckily, this part of Out Chicago was brought to you by Team Hochberg. Hey, did you know, Ellen Miller, that 47 million listeners have no or unscorable credit? Yeah, I've heard that before. And that they would benefit from a Team Hochberg Fresh Start secured credit card with no annual fee? Yes, they would. They sure would. A Team Hochberg Fresh Start secured credit card is perfect. If you're being addictive ex, ex, oh, I can't talk now, destroyed your credit, you recently filed for or were discharged from bankruptcy, experienced a foreclosure or short sale, have collections, you were turned down for a credit, or one of your kids is having trouble securing their first credit card. I think the kid in Saltburn could probably benefit from that 
I, yeah, and then maybe not the maybe not the, the the wiener dance would have happened, but you know, <laughs> there were. But Team Hockberg is partnered with Kane County Teachers Credit Union to offer the Team Hockberg Fresh Start Secured Credit Card with no annual fee to help reestablish, enhance, and strengthen listeners with no damaged or challenged credit. For information about obtaining a Team Hockberg Fresh Start Secured Credit Card with no annual fee, go to five six david.com forward slash fresh start. That's five six david.com forward slash fresh start to establish enhance and strengthen your credit. Team Hockberg is of thousands of WCPT listeners, but they can't help if you don't visit 56david.com forward slash fresh start, lower.com, equalizing lender, NMLS 1124061. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, it has just been a wacky week of news. Yeah, so we're just going to spin a wheel and... Pick, Duh, pick your pick of the craziness. Pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So stick around. You're listening to Out Chicago right here on WCPT. Welcome back. I'm Kim Hunt with Affinity Community Services. You're listening to Out Chicago on WCPT. And welcome back to Out Chicago. Scott Duff here along with Ellen Miller rolling along on a chilly, chilly, chilly day. Chilly, sunny January day. January day. The coldest day in a few years, but you know. I know. It had to happen sooner or later. Oh, yeah. That's how I look at it. Yeah, but the sun's out. The sun's out. That makes everything a little bit better. Yeah. 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 I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. So, okay, so this has been a weird uh, week of, <sighs> like, just everything. Like, it's just been so, like, where do we begin? Like, okay, so Hunter Biden crashed Congress, saying that he was ready to uh, testify in public, and then he promptly left as as MTG Ugh. started speaking. And that other woman whose was, name escapes me that was horrible, too. But it was just the best shade it Ever. was. Here I am. Was, like, you say I don't show I, up. Here we go. Here and then, I am. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, uh, Marge, you're going to talk. Okay, bye. See you later. I loved that. Oh, so good. Uh, let's see. Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, they had a, they debated. Yeah, did that's I, when we watched uh, Beef. Yeah, I did not want we'll talk about Beef. I'm sure there's <laughs> just beef right all over there, you know? Uh, and fortunately, uh, Ron DeSantis did accuse Disney of transing, transing kids, kids, which is fun. They're transing that's fun. kids. That's fun. I love it when it's a verb. You know, it's great. Uh, very out see. of touch. Speaking of Florida, Florida's considering uh, banning, banning the dictionaries. dictionaries. What? And encyclopedias. What does this remind us of? I think it's like uh, um, Germany hmm, in the uh, 19... Hmm, uh, hmm, yeah, uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Forty-five lawyers are making the case that as president, you can just assassinate your political enemies. Yeah, sounds not, great. There we go. Uh, let's see. The sure. Iowa caucus is tomorrow, uh, where it's going to be really cold. Uh, my sister cold. was. My sister just got back from vacation. She lives in Iowa. She just got back from vacation uh, last night. Actually, she got stranded mm-hmm. at O'Hare. She's like, "Yeah, the high is going to be negative five. Like, Ugh. I know. The wind chills are like something. Crazy yeah. in Iowa. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's happening. Uh, I just don't even know where to start. What's going on? Here's one thing that I do want to start and give a big. Let's start with some happy news. Okay. Uh, the the city council uh, in St. Paul, Minnesota, was sworn in this past week, and it is comprised of all. Women, mostly women of color, and all of them are under forty. And it sounds like stuff is gonna get done. St. Paul's cool—that's the birthplace of my father. He was born in St. Paul, Minnesota. Yes, he was. I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, I've not spent really any time there, but um, 
I hear a lot. I have friends from there too, and they're very progressive. I've, I've been to progressive. Minneapolis. I haven't been to St. Paul. Yeah, the sister but it's like, city. But, how, but yeah, and now it's definitely the sister city because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's run by women. It Sisters sure are doing is. it for themselves. Like that. That's really exciting. Yeah, it is. It's good news for sure. You know, and just like, and there have been some reports coming out where, like, there's some men who are like, uh, what about inclusion? What about uh, oh, diversity? You, you blah, blah, the, blah. Look around. You got all the inclusion you need. <laughs> They're like, um, now you're Not, worried about representation. Now, you are. now you're worried about representation. It's Sorry, very Our turn. Very funny. I just, yeah. So. Congrats and way to go, ladies. Way to That's go, St. Awesome. Paul. Yeah. So where do you, I mean, we've got a thing. Where do you want to jump in on this? I mean, it's oh, boy. like it is just, just the know. Iowa caucus makes me sad uh, because it looks like Ding Dong is going to win it. Yeah. Um, yeah. He... I don't, I, there's still something in my brain that cannot fully understand how People can support somebody that's a criminal. <laughs> I mean, they, they are willing to look the other way on every character aspect of him because he has made them feel like he hears them. Oh yeah, the no. Dis- he is a master of making them feel like the disenfranchised. The people that are scratching their heads and wondering where is America going with, you know trans kids in school and women, you know, taking over, getting power. Yes, yeah, so real important them, things. Yeah, real important things. He has made them fearful. Yeah. And oh, yeah. he has made them feel like he hears them and he is their only hope for the kind of America that they think is the, the way America should be. And they don't look at any other news sources. He, it's the same old thing. He comes out and tells a lie that we all know is full of lies. Yeah. Over and, and over, over again. And over again. And they believe, believe it. it. Yep. They're not looking like we are at other sources. Sources that actually present the facts. Devin, you're willing to wait. Well, remember, Ellen, he said the news lies. Because every time I, I argue with them, I'll be like, let me guess, this is fake news. And they always go, yep. yep. So they yeah. don't believe the other they stuff, even if they try. It. Yeah, they, He has duped them into believing. I mean, he comes out of that hearing and he says what is all a bunch of lies, but that's what they hear. And they don't look they don't look further to find out if he's telling the truth or not. They want to believe him. Therefore, they believe well, him. That's our he wants problem. to just make everybody mad. He just he wants to make. He's stirring the pot. He's stirring the pot. He wants to keep the base angry. Of, of fear. Keep the base angry and afraid. Yes. And that's what he does. And, but I, I, I've said it over and over again. Uh, we know what the GOP stands against, but we have no idea what they stand for. At this moment, you know, there's like there's they're not talking policy. They're not talking about um they're not talking policy. There's like there's but nothing in there except for like banning books. Their 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 constituency doesn't care about. They don't even understand policy. They just hear the rhetoric and buy into that without thinking about deeper about policy. How are you going to? I mean, he was in for four years. He didn't. He did the one thing that a lot of them wanted, which was turn over. Managed to get Roe v. Wade turned over. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. by, by by what he did on the Supreme Court and, and cutting taxes for the for the know, rich for the rich. So, although so. his his you know his client his 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 base are, is, are not. is not all. Yeah. Is, no. Oh, I know. I love the uneducated. You know what? He said it himself. Mm-hmm. They're they may be educated, but they're uneducated when it comes to looking for the truth. It's the poor 
poorly educated. He, I believe he's poorly that, educated. The poorly he, educated. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. the poorly educated. He, he's a brilliant, he's evilly, he's evil brilliance. He is. Oh, he yeah. He's just. Uh, well, he's now comparing himself to the Messiah. Oh, yeah, that too. commercial that about also him. That's the thing. I'm like. God brought, and they, some of them believe it. Uh-huh. But, which, yeah, which I'm like evangelicals. I don't. Not, this dude uh, is like, every, he personifies everything that you supposedly you hate. They're hypocritical. You know, like it's just it's, so much about religion as we know is hypocritical, I know. and they are the example of it, prime example. Yeah, it's so it's so bananas, especially if you have somebody like if you're worried about you know like, let's take the country back, let's get a, a, a Republican in the White House. I firmly believe that Nikki Haley could beat Joe Biden. Nikki Haley could beat Joe Biden. You know, some people believe that. Others think that they are so bigoted that a woman of, you know, uh, Asian background and a woman being a woman, mm-hmm. that those two factors are not are going to work against her when it comes to the base. Well, yeah, of course, we're dealing with that stupid base right. again. But I, that's a, I'm like, if you really want to. If you want to, again, if you want a Republican in the White House, she's the way to go. And before Chris Christie dropped out, I would say like, you know, mm-hmm. or even now that he dropped out, but like, you know. Chris Christie, uh, a Haley Christie ticket could beat, I think could beat, you're disagreeing, you don't think it could beat They're Biden. not going to vote for Chris Christie after gonna, everything oh, no, he no, said. After everything he said, yeah, no, 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 I'm, but I again, I'm saying like if it was like in a real world, but I guess we're not in the real world. No, you we're know, not. We're in like, you we're know. We're upside down. We're in the upside down going on there. His announcement, Chris Christie was pretty, did you, yeah, I was I able to that. listen to it, yeah. That, yeah, and I'm like, I don't he could not be more clear. No, he's saying it like, like it is, you know, but we cannot vote for him. And anybody who says that, like, he is not a, a criminal, like, who cannot say that, say that thing is should also be disqualified. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, the Supreme, a lot of this is going to be uh, in the hands of the Supreme Court with some of these with the challenge of does he have immunity? You know, as president, that's a big one because, you know, more states are wanting to sign on to having him off the ballot. Yeah. Um, so there is so much happening. It's just, oh, my God, we are in for a ride mm-hmm. these next uh, 11 this months. Year. Yeah. It's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. Let's see what the turnout is. Let's. I know he's going to win, but will he win with overwhelming numbers compared to what he had in you know, 2016, for example. Well, he didn't win in Iowa. Yeah, right. He didn't. Cruz won. Didn't yeah. Uh huh. Um, we shall see. We shall see. Yeah. I just hope that our key, we have more of that. Remember, their basis. If if we give them the credit for 30 percent, that means 70 percent of us can vote him out, can keep him away from the White House. We've got the key is, and I think everybody agrees, there's more people that can't stand Donald Trump than like Donald Trump. If we get out and vote. Yeah, it's he all about turnout. He not gain new fans. He lost by 7 million votes in 2020. But will we be apathetic? Will people say, I, I hope not, because after January 6th, after Roe v. Wade's been overturned, it's more important than ever to, st- I don't care if it's Joe Biden, we got to get Joe Biden. He's oh, got to be the guy. After him he's saying he's going to be a dictator on day one. Yeah, no, I know uh, a lot of people have problems. Uh, you know, here's a scenario. Joe Biden wins. He steps down in two years and gives the reins to Kamala. She's in there for two years. I'm down with that, but that's uh, also going to be a major turnout for people. The reason for people to turn out to vote for Trump. 
You know what I mean? Like like you were saying about the Nikki Haley situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They hate they hate women of they color. They hate women. They hate women. They, they hate, hate women. I mean, and then you had the color. But you've had F- people who are now like. Texas didn't the first woman uh, die because of lack of abortion care? Like, I didn't hear I, that. that I bl- I'm not surprised. No, 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 not the not lady, her. not her, the, wo- the woman who went, but the, this, she, they, she needed an abortion and they uh, weren't able to, to provide one for her. We'll, we'll check on that, yeah. that news source, but I, be, I believe that happened in Texas this week. Good old week. Texas. Yeah. But all of these, you know, they just don't like women. They don't wim- like women. They, they don't... like them in the kitchen and, and they like them under their control. Yeah. But they don't like them being autonomous over their bodies. They don't like them having power in the workplace. They don't like them having power uh, and authority in government. They no. just they don't like women. No. And yet, you got Tweedledee. Or Tweedledum, whichever it is, like it—it it, it just boggles the I know, because mind. we are looking at things totally differently than they are, mm-hmm. and and you think it would be common sense? Ninety-one indictments, a liar, a cheat, morally, you know, deficient. Yet, and if yet, he, if he gets their, if he gets their, uh, their quote unquote, you know, uh, concerns met, like abortion and the border. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to vote for him. Yeah. What do you, what do you got there? I Devin? found out the woman did not die. She got a horrible uh, bacterial infection because she couldn't get the abortion in time due to Texas's stupid ban. And it pretty much fried most of her reproductive organs yeah, in the process. So she's, yeah. So, so a she's part of her has died. Can no longer have Which children. Which is sad. Yeah. All right. So, due to yay. the abortion ban. There we are. Uh, we got to get people out to vote. We got to get, get people your out kids to vote. If they're 18. Keep drumming into their heads to get them out to vote. I've got a nephew who's going to be 18 in June. All know? right. I can't believe it. He seemed like he was like five the other day. And that's pretty bad. And now he's going to be voting. Yeah. But he's going to be voting the correct way. Well, good. There mm-hmm. we go. There yeah. we go. Uh, so we need to encourage people to vote. We need to encourage people to look out for the rights for, of women. Yes, we and do. And I can't think of a better organization that's doing that than Planned Parenthood of Illinois. Uh, so why don't we take a break? Yep. And when we come back, we're going to be chatting with Yvonne uh, Oldacre, uh, health center clinician for Planned Parenthood of Illinois about Cervical Health Awareness Month. So stick around. You're listening to Out Chicago right here on WCPT Heartland Signal. I'm Honey West. Welcome to Out Chicago on WCPT. And welcome back to Out Chicago. Scott Duff here, uh, along with Ella Miller. Indeed. Sorry, I was just receiving a text from somebody that I probably should not be reading right now because <laughs> I'm talking on the radio yes, machine. There we are. Yes, uh, we're talking about some important stuff, too, because January is Cervical Health Awareness Month, and Planned Parenthood of Illinois offers a wide range of sexual and reproductive health services and valuable education resources. Uh, and joining us now is Yvonne Oldacre, uh, Health Center Clinician of Planned Parenthood of Illinois. Yvonne, thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Scott and Ellen. Uh, oh, oh, my our gosh. pleasure. Look, this is it's just, it's stuff. too important to, you know, that we got to get the word out. Um, you know, it, it, it's funny, when when people talk about cervical health, uh, most folks, I'll just speak for me, I immediately go to cervical cancer. But when you say cervical health, what exactly do you mean? Yeah, well, you know, ultimately we do mean preventing cervical cancer. Um, So, you know, with it being 
Cervical Health Awareness Month, it's a great time to think about scheduling your pap smear. Um, The pap is the test that detects cellular changes that can lead to cervical cancer. Um, One thing that I was excited to be invited to the show is that a lot of folks in the LGBTQ community um, maybe have received messages that this testing isn't as important for us or um, perhaps have experienced some barriers when trying to access the testing. Um, So I was just excited to be here to kind of talk about some of that stuff. And the fact that getting tested on a regular basis could detect early changes that can lead to cervical cancer. And if you detect those changes early, there's time to intervene before things can develop further into something more serious. Mm -hmm. Uh, What role does like HPV play in, yeah, in this? That is a, yeah, that is a great question. So HPV is incredibly common. HPV stands for the human papillomavirus. Um, HPV has been found to cause the changes that lead to cervical cancer. Um, HPV has also been found to cause anal cancers, vulvar cancers, some throat cancers. Uh, so there's still a lot of research happening on HPV. But um, when people receive a pap test, they also receive HPV testing because we know the presence of HPV can cause those changes. Um, really, the, the short end of the story is if you have a cervix, you should be getting tested. If you've ever had skin-to-skin contact with anybody of any gender, you should be getting tested. Um, HPV also has a vaccine. It's called Gardasil. The CDC recommends that all young people get it um, starting at 11 and 12 years old. But even for those of us that didn't have access to that when we were that age, um, there's benefit that we can still receive it all the way up to age 45. Oh, wow. So is it just really quickly yeah. on the, is the, on the, with the vaccine, is that like a one and done thing or is it one of those uh, vaccines that you need to get updated every couple of years? No, so it's a three-shot series. So okay. once you start it as an adult, you get it over a space of six months, and then it's done. Oh, so okay, so it is. A, it's three shots, but in that three shots, that's a one and done, right? Correct. Okay, you got it. Yep, it Good. takes a six months. I know. Yep. Math is yep. hard for me. Math is really hard for me. <laughs> uh, that's I'm, okay. I, I'm a woman over sixty, and a lot of my peers uh, are no longer getting Pap smears because we've been told that. After a certain age, you don't need them. Can you address, uh, is that true? Is it, I know there seems to be some varying schools of thoughts, but uh, obviously I think you can get cervical cancer at any age, I would imagine. So what would you tell people that are over 60 that are no longer yeah. getting pap smears? So in general, the recommended ages to get PAPs are 21 to 65 years old. Okay, now that's going to vary a little bit depending on somebody's history, their last results of their PAPs or HPV tests. Um, But in general, people between 21 and 65 should be getting tested regularly, even if they have no symptoms, even if they're no longer sexually active, 
even if they've only had one partner in their lifetime, if they've been through menopause, even if they've had the HPV vaccine, even if there's no family history of cervical cancer, um, and even if they've only ever had sex with women or never had sex with a man or, you know, have only ever had sex with trans men, like I said, anybody who's had any skin-to-skin genital contact is potentially at risk for HPV, which could potentially lead to cervical cancer. That's important because my, my doctor always says, well, do you want one? I'm like, no. No, no one wants one, <laughs> so from what I've heard. Well, and I think that that's... Yeah, exactly. So, so I don't know if I don't think so. If you're, yeah. You know. Yeah. So there's a couple of things in that. You know, I did a little bit of research about... Um, what, you know, kind of our community is facing. And the American Cancer Society even recognizes that there are providers out there who have advised some lesbian and bisexual women that they don't need to be screened for cervical cancer if they're not having sex with men. Um, So, you know, that right there is some misinformation that we're receiving. Um, You know, also uh, people that are using testosterone therapy, um, an exam can be more uncomfortable um, just because of some of the changes that mm-hmm. happen um, in that region related to tea therapy. So, you know, coming to a provider who is educated and experienced with the LGBTQ community is very important because as providers will understand some of these barriers that folks face in other medical settings. Um, you know, for an example, for somebody who's on tea therapy, Sometimes um, the rates of unsatisfactory PAPs can come back 10 times more frequently than somebody who's not on T therapy. But there are interventions that we can do to prepare for that test. Um, For example, prescribing a temporary estrogen cream. Um, And then there are ways that we can order the test so that the lab will understand what they're looking at is that these are cells collected from somebody who's using T therapy. So the result might look a little bit different, but there's no risk. Um, You know, for folks that use T, there's no risk for cervical cancer that's increased just by the use of T. You know, the risk comes in when we don't receive that regular screening. And so there's the chance that things could develop undetected over a longer period good, of time. Good to know. Yeah. One, one other follow-up. If you have had a procedure uh, when you were younger that uh, caught some precancerous cervical cells, like a cryosurgery or something, does that are you more apt to have it return, or are you more susceptible, would you say, or is there no correlation? Well, you know, that, again, depends on risk. Um, you know, the, also after folks have those procedures, they're usually monitored a little more closely. So that kind of comes back to my question uh, or the, your question about how often should be people um, screening and how long and, and to what age, right? So yeah. we do monitor folks who have had that history a little more closely. And then there's, um, you know, potential new exposures that could happen and other risks that could come into play. So um, we shouldn't sort of falsely reassure ourselves of like, oh, well, I dealt with it in the past, so now it's dealt with. We mm-hmm. still need to remain vigilant. Yeah. yeah. Good well, to it's, know. you know, just, it's like we're regular health care yeah. visits, you know, it, it's important to maintain and, you know, see what's going on, mm-hmm. you know? Mm. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And some of the statistics that I found in my research, there's a study out there um, that was done. It was called the National Health Interview over four years where um, t- 
tens of thousands of people were interviewed. Um, and what they found is that the instance of cervical cancer um, was 16% in the LGBTQ community compared to 8.2%, um, you know, when you kind of removed that group. So twice as likely to occur. But again, this is something that's very preventable by testing and identifying early and being able to intervene. Um, you know, we also found that when in that same study, people were asked, you know, who has never gotten a PAP? Um, it was only 6.5% of people who identified as straight but 18.2% of people who identified as gay, lesbian. Um, and then when they compared by gender, they found that 7% of cisgender people reported they'd never been screened compared to 24.6% of transgender people yeah. who said they had never been screened. So you see a very large disparity there. Do you um, so that, that, sorry to interrupt. Do you think that the, the, that disparity is because of... Uh, people just don't feel comfortable, go, you know, uh, I, going yeah, to their doctor. I think there's there's a lot of reasons. Um, I think that that is one of one of those reasons. You know, we talked about some of the other reasons. Um, I, you know, lack of insurance, lack of access right. to to care. I think there's a large list of, of reasons why we see this playing out, but. Again, another reason I was excited to be invited on the show to just talk about the importance of this test and, um, you know, that that we offer it. Um, you know, Planned Parenthood as providers, um, our doors are open to everyone, regardless of income, gender identity, race, gender expression, sexual orientation, immigration status, insurance status. Um, you know, our doors are open. And so if, if folks have any of those other barriers, like, well, I don't have insurance, you know, I don't have an established care provider, um, Planned Parenthood is here to see you. Beautiful. Yeah, that, <clears throat> that's amazing. And especially I, th I want to just reinforce that message uh, for like for trans folks out there who um, Again, this is Planned Parenthood is a, a safe and welcoming place where you can go ask your questions with zero judgment um, and get the services and care that you need so that you can be around for a very long time. Yes, thank you. Yeah, you know, to highlight some of the services that we provide too, you know, we do offer gender affirming hormone therapy. We offer PEP and PrEP, um, STI testing and treatment, you know, as well as PAPs and, and birth control and um, really the whole gamut of reproductive health care. And, you know, we will refer people to if we find that somebody has a condition that we aren't able to treat, we will make sure that they find a provider who can assist them. See, this is. Yeah. This is why we need you on the show, Yvonne. Thank you. Well, thank you for inviting me. Of course, of course. Uh, you know, again, so January is Cervical Health Awareness Month. If you have a cervix, go get a pap smear. Absolutely. There we are. Uh, and for more information about the services and educational resources, head to PlannedParenthood.org. Uh, Yvonne Oldacre, thank you so much thank for joining you, us. And thank Appreciate you for the, the getting the word out. Yes, thanks for highlighting this. Have a great day. You, you too. too. Stay thanks. warm. Uh, we got to take a quick break, and when we come back, it is the second hour about Chicago right here on WCPT. I'd like to welcome you to WCPT AM's Out Chicago. Think of us as Sunday brunch with your gay best friends. Now, please welcome your host, Scott Duff. And welcome back to the second hour of Out Chicago. Scott Duff here and Helen Miller. Mm -hmm. Going I've got a little bit of a cold. 
Yeah, I've had a little bit of a cold since Thanksgiving. You got that big cootie cold, though. That cootie cold that went away and came back, and um, it's still kind of hanging. Back. It's like a head thing. Mm. You know, not a fever. I know, we're breathing all over poor Dominic. No, I should be fine no, mine's just now. more like a little stuffy nose That's kind what of mine is situation. Though. Yeah, it's, it keeps fine. me up at night, but mm-hmm. what are you going to do? I don't know. Keep your humidifir going. Keep your humidifier going and get that... Look, I know I should invest in a neti pot. Mm-hmm. I know I should invest in a neti pot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just for like uh, environmental reasons, because but I love those saline spray. I have one of those things. Look, you got to treat that saline spray like a neti pot and just shove it up there and just go. Just let it fo- Seems like, like it just comes right out. Well, not to be gross. No, but. Well, no, hopefully it comes out the other side. That's what you're like wanting to be doing because oh. I just keep it going and you just like literally fill it up and you until it starts to you can feel it in up I here. Use it more. Yeah, they said to use that. I do have one of those. I got it in Mexico last year. Those things are amazing. Okay. They've they've been helping it because uh, I've been we've got a, a wood burning fireplace. Yes, and that's not exactly great oh. for your home because well, you're actually you know there's smoke. Mm, I love the wood burning. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. And to, in order to do that, you got to shove saline up your nose. Okay, it'll this help clear help things tips out today because it is tips. winter and it's winter cold season. And, and it's also uh, uh, Cervical Health Awareness Month. And yes. we discovered, we, everybody, if you have a cervix, go get a pap smear. Go get a pap smear yeah. once a I year. I discovered that. I, I know. I got to get on that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Do that. Yeah. Please. Do it, please. Please do that. Because we want you to be around for- your loved ones. We want you to be around for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, and we want, um, we want you to at least be around for the next hour. You know, for sure, for sure, because uh, a little bit later on this hour, we're chatting with our good friend, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race legend. And I swear she's gonna has to move to Chicago. She's, she's here. here a lot. She's here like every other week. I it love seems. It. Ginger Minge. We're gonna be speaking with Ginger Minge. Uh, she's coming into town with a new show, The Broad's Way, featuring Gidget Galore at the Venus Cabaret Theater, which is a fabulous space. I love it. Great place to go see a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we do that, look, we're here. We're trying to give health tips. That's you know, right. every it's it's the new year. Mm-hmm. Everybody's everybody. Uh, it's so funny at the snack factory. Everybody's just go leafy greens, leafy greens, leafy mm-hmm. greens, leafy greens. People are doing the leafy greens, and it's great. Uh, and they're giving up the sweets. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. most folks will abandon that any, by now. February. <laughs> I know by the end of January, yeah. which is just in time to go and be celebratory and and decadent to go to the world of chocolate, which is a benefit for AIDS Foundation Chicago. And joining us now from AIDS Foundation Chicago is our good buddy Madeline Miley. Hello, Madeline, and Happy New Year. Hello, Happy New Year to you. Hope y'all are staying warm today on this frigid day. Oh cozy yeah, in here. I got my cozy sweater. sweater. I might have on. to take my sweater off. It's yeah, it's little, almost too it's warm. It's a little too warm. We prepared. <laughs> we prepared. I've got my Good. my wool bombas socks that go up to my knees on. Mm-hmm. So I'm warm. The best. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, wh- how were the holidays for for AFC? They were really lovely. Um, we um, closed our offices for a couple weeks to give all of our staff some some lovely time off to recuperate after yeah. a, a hard year of work. But um, yeah, we we had a really great you know end of year, and we're, we're working on our annual report that will unveil um, likely at the end of February or March for all of those um, statistics on on the great work we did in 2023. Yeah, it's uh, look, y'all. I'm glad you. I wish you had more than two weeks 
because y'all are out there fighting the good fight. <laughs> Me too. You're, I'm sure you do. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure you do. And, you know, it's, it, there's a lot of, um, yeah, when you're working for a nonprofit, there's, it's a lot of work and the work never stops, you it know, is, especially yeah. like as y'all are doing with the, the initiative of uh, the Get to Zero initiative. Um, mm-hmm. how, is there anything, any new things, any new news along those lines? Yeah, nothing to officially unveil yet, but we spent a good part of 2023 talking to the um, the community members, the folks that are you know out there doing the work, case managers across the state, to see you know how has the plan been so far, what changes do we need to make as we kind of head into well, it's 2024 now, so yeah. the last kind of six <laughs> years of the plan. Um, so we should have a uh, getting to zero 2.0 plan um, to unveil at some point this year but um yeah things things definitely in the works with getting to zero oh, good amazing of course of course things are in the works because it's AIDS foundation chicago y'all are amazing um and, and speaking of amazing uh yeah, coming girl, up the world of chocolate coming up on february 9th mm. at union station Talk to me about it and speak slowly. Because <laughs> it's <laughs> just Whisper so divine. Whisper into sweet. Our ears. Indeed. <laughs> it's the best, isn't it? Yes. Uh, of, wow. Yeah. Yes. World of Chocolate is one of AFC's signature fundraisers. Um, we'll be at Union Station, like you mentioned, on February 9th. Um, we're really excited to bring this event back to Union Station. It's essentially a three-hour party where you get to explore all of the top chefs and restaurateurs from here uh, in the city. Um, You get a nice little passport to go on what we call the Global Chocolate Tour. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we have about, mm -hmm, we have like, I think, 17 chocolatiers so far this year, which is amazing. Um, you, You know, you'll go around Union Station, that big old grand hall, stop by each station to kind of see what they're sampling um, and folks are competing it's a competition for the for the chefs and the restaurateurs so there's the sweet category which is of course my favorite um, but there's also the savory category mm, as favorite. well as libation yes mm. like what are some examples of the savory category Oh, yes. Um, last year we had, I think, um, pork shoulder that was rubbed with kind of a, a chocolate um, rub, which sounded amazing. I think we also had a pairing of, I don't there was quite weird, remember. There was an there was eggplant like, thing. It was a chocolate yes. eggplant situation. He, he won. Oh, it was so yes. good. I remember now. You told me it about that. It was so good. <laughs> yes, I think it's that was so our terrible. friends at the um, David Rubenstein Forum at the yeah. University of Chicago. Yeah, super yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. It was. Mm-hmm. Look, this this event. I was fortunate enough to to be asked to pass judgment last year. Oh, <laughs> what a tough job! I you know, have, Scott. I, and I, I'm fortunate enough to be passing judgment again this year, which I'm so excited about. Look, this event is one of the coolest things on the planet. First of all. The venue itself, you were in that gigantic main hall of Union Station. It is gorgeous and it just feels like it just feels like Chicago, mm-hmm. you know? It's like it just it quintessentially. It yeah, and and there's like music playing. Uh, last year, DJ Moose uh, Motor was, oh, yeah. was the DJ there spinning, spinning music. And there is yeah. there are stations throughout the entire Grand Hall um, that are filled with some of the most 
delicious things mm, on the planet. I'm getting hungry just hearing about yeah, it. Yeah, can you? Uh, I know you said you've got <laughs> 17 uh, chocolatiers signed up uh, right now. Can you uh, give us a little tease about who is going to be there? Absolutely. So we have some winners that are returning. Um, David Rubenstein Forum that we talked about earlier is yes. coming back. Yes. As well as um, Amy's Candy Bar. Um, uh-huh. She won an award last year. She did. Um, I remember Ritz- those truffles, those yeah. beautiful, beautiful, mm. beautiful truffles. Sorry, I'm yeah. interrupting people all <laughs> no, over. No, I know. That's all good. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so she'll be returning. Um, and we also have um, the Ritz-Carlton trolley. The Ritz-Carlton is coming back. They won some awards last year, mm-hmm. um, which is really exciting. Um, we've got some smaller businesses and some some new businesses that it's kind of their their first foray into doing some of these larger events. So um, really looking forward to having some of those folks out. Um, we have uh, Steel City Bakery that's coming back. They have here that they're doing a spicy jalapeno margarita uh-huh. Uh-huh. bonbon, which I just cannot wait to sample. Yes, please. <laughs> Wait, now was that the group was that the the company that they did um the the chocolate chicken and waffles last year? Yes. Okay, yes. yes. I'm so happy they're coming back. Ooh. Yes. Yes. Oh. Chef Blake is amazing. Yes. So I'm really looking forward to that and um they also did a sculpture last year which was really fun right when you first walked into the stage yep. though. How would you uh, how would you tell people to prepare for this event of you know as far as should they like not eat much during the day. Yes. yes. <laughs> Come bring longer yes. here. Don't eat. Don't eat. I would say so. Um, not to encourage, you know, eat whatever you, whatever you right. need to do throughout the day. But there's so much food there. Yeah. Um, and on top of all of these um, businesses that are participating in the competition, we also have some hors d'oeuvres as well. So, um, you know, if you need something a little more savory um, uh, or something else while you're maybe. there. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and is Al's Cookies going to be there? Yeah. It's on the list. They are. Yes. Yeah. I I fell in love with Al's Cookies. We had them on the show after I met them. Uh, They are an incredible organization that they they are grassroots organization and they are providing uh, uh, jobs for folks, uh, for some folks with some uh, particular special needs. And they, it, it, and their cookies are really good. Mm, I love cookies. But they're like, but so one good. of the coolest things about going to the world of chocolate that is that benefits AIDS Foundation Chicago at Union Station. It's going to be on February 9th. One of the best things about doing that is not only just the incredible food that you get to to sample and to enjoy and be like, what is going on, but you get to meet mm-hmm. some really cool people too, like these Al's Cookies folks. They are just they are the sweetest, and they they're providing job opportunities. There are a lot of people who are out there doing really not only just amazing culinary work but just some philanthropic work as well it's it's absolutely yeah. yeah it's such a great space to be in you know there's supporters of, of afc there you know as well as board members and some of our corporate folks but yeah there are so many um, businesses that are doing some really great work and you know the fact that they're here taking time out of what's really a busy season you know around yeah, valentine's, right valentine's day, day. yeah Right. You know, coming to donate all of these samples to to our um, supporters, you know, shows that they are super philanthropic and really invested in the Chicago community. So we're really grateful for for all of these small businesses to be um, small and large businesses to be participating in the event. And, um, you know, we have colleagues over at um, Barry Calibo which always donate the mm-hmm. chocolate for, mm-hmm. for all of our chocolatiers to use in their preparation. So they're very much a part of the uh, philanthropic community here as well. 
Gotta love that. And when you're yeah. now, there's also more stuff that's planned for World of Chocolate, not just the delicious chocolate, not just the, de- the delicious nibblies, not just the uh, the delicious uh, cocktail, the libations. Let me tell you, I had a, Malort, a chocolate Malort Manhattan what? last year. That was delicious. Ooh, oh my God. I know. That sounds adventurous. It made Malort delicious. That's really? all I have to say. That's quite a feat. But there's also like <laughs> there's also like a punch out wall and, and there are other things that, that to do around around there, right? Oh my gosh, of course. Yeah. So there's um the famous punch board mm-hmm. that you mentioned. Um you can donate, you know, anywhere from fifty to five hundred dollars um and literally punch through a wall and a hand will hand you a prize in return of equal or more value than what you donated to AFC. So we have so many um businesses here in Chicago that have donated gift cards. Um, in-kind items, prize packs for this punch board, which is so lovely. It's super fun. Um, It always sells out by the end of the evening. It's definitely a highlight. Um, We also offer a raffle typically at this event, and then there's um, uh, DJ Moose, like you mentioned, that's also providing music throughout the whole time. Yeah, yes, he'll be back. Um, You know, there's a photo opportunity, um, and if, you know, you need a break from the chocolate, you can always kind of step back and take a moment just to experience Union Station. I mean, like you mentioned, that Grand Hall is just stunning. And, you know, to be able to to stand there and, you know, really reflect on like, oh, my gosh, we've got a thousand people in a room when that felt really impossible a couple years ago. Yeah. I always like to, to take mm-hmm. a moment and do that, too. It's just it's such a stunning venue. And I see there's a few uh, levels of tickets. There's a general admission, a VIP, mm-hmm. which includes a champagne toast with John Peller and access to a VIP lounge, light bites, open bar and chocolate gold or there's a bittersweet bliss package for five attendees and a chocolate ecstasy package for 10 attendees. So there's several options for you to right. go, whether you go with your, your significant other or a friend or you want to bring five or nine friends with you. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If you buy a package, you know, the um, it's definitely worth the value. Um, you know, you're getting uh, about five tickets for the price of four with some of those packages, which is really fun. So if you're bringing friends out, you might as well. Sure. Um, and then the VIP experience, we're really excited about this year. We have um, kind of some changes to it. So it includes VIP early access to the event. So you'll get to start with the judges at 515 um, when the general doors open at six o'clock. So you'll get 45 minutes of, of access before the GA doors, which means you can you know run around to your favorite chocolatier to make sure you sample them first or um, the first chance at the punch board. And then, like you mentioned, there's a lovely champagne toast with our CEO and president, John Peller. Uh, so he'll be there to kind of speak a little bit about the great work the ASC is doing, talk about some of our upcoming initiatives and events as well. Something for everyone. It is something for everyone, and especially if you are a chocolate lover. Mm, it is it is bliss. Mm. It is pure bliss. It is just wonderful. It really is. And not only are you getting to have like a, a really great time in a really full belly, uh, you are doing some good work uh, giving money to, to AIDS Foundation Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's also um, coming back to AFC. Um, you know, we are coming up on our 40th year of service to the community, which Amazing. is truly amazing um and you know we we mention this every time we can but you know asc was created in in 1985 really is like community 
grass work initiative, you know, to, to make sure that there were resources coming together, funds coming together to essentially at that point help folks um, die with dignity. Mm-hmm. And so thankfully here in 2024, it's a very different landscape. Thank but God. as you know, there are so many um, other areas, particularly that um, racism touches that we really need to focus on mm-hmm. through that getting to zero initiative to try and get to zero new um, HIV cases by 2030. Amen well, I know. Well, I, I, I'm quite confident that uh, you and all the incredible people who work at AIDS Foundation Chicago will get us there. Uh, and we want to make sure that you get to the world of chocolate benefiting AIDS Foundation Chicago. It's on uh, February 9th from 6 to 9 at Union Station, unless you get that VIP thing. And then you can get there at 515. For tickets, head to uh, hchicago.org and you can search uh, World of Chocolate on there. Uh, Madeline Miley, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Thank you for asking me back to pass judgment. Um, And if Scott can't make it sometime, um, I'll give you my number. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) (laughs) A nice alternate. I like it. There we are. There we are. You might be busy. You know, Uh, know, yeah. Uh, Madeline Miley, thank you so much. Happy New Year, and uh, uh, stay warm. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, you too. Um, Yeah, everything can be found at agechicago.org backslash chocolate, and we will see you guys on Friday, February 9th. We will, we will. All right, Madeline Miley, there she goes. Uh, We got to take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to talk to you. I'm just going to say honorary Chicagoan, Ginger Minge. She's here all the time. Just come on over. We're going to chat with Ginger Minge uh, right after this break, so stick around. You're listening to Out Chicago right here on WCPT, Heartland Signal. I'm Bex Ehrman with About Face Theater. Welcome back to Out Chicago on WCPT. Welcome back to Out Chicago. Scott Tuff here along with Ella Miller. Uh, moving along, we're having a little bit of a technical difficulty getting in touch with Ginger, but I'm sure that we can hopefully, figure that out. Yes. We'll figure that well, out. Hopefully we'll figure that out and, uh, before the segment's over. And, uh, look, okay, so uh, last Sunday. Yes. Look, you, okay, I know people get very excited about the big game. It's coming up in February. Yes, yes. You know mm-hmm. what? What? When is that? Do we know? When I have is February ninth, I think, or tenth. Eleventh. Eleventh. Okay. Right in there. <laughs> ninth, tenth, eleventh. Yeah. There we are. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ninth is the yeah. The yeah. It's the Friday. Friday. Mm-hmm, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we don't know who's playing. Not yet. No. no. They're still figuring. A few more weeks out. till we figure it out. They're still voting. Does Scott know who's playing in general right now? Um, large men in helmets. No, who's playing? Wait, I'm just no. well, a bunch of people. Yeah, I'm sure there's still a bunch of people playing right now. It's because they got to whittle it down to two. Kansas City and Houston won yesterday. Okay. We have Detroit and uh-huh. LA playing today. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And Green the Lions Bay. and the Rams Bay and Packers and Dallas. Cowboys. I know all the. And we got uh, Green Bay and Dallas Buffalo is hard Pittsburgh tomorrow. I, I can't Pittsburgh root for Green Steelers. Bay, but I can't root for Texas. So what do we do on the Green Bay ta- Dallas? What, who are you going to root for? I can't. I, I Dallas to lose the next round. You think? Uh, yes, but the Packers have in the past ten playoff battles. They've the, choked. The pe- Packers have beat the Cowboys. Oh, they have. Yeah. So. 
Scott, just just download FanDuel. Make some money off me and Ellen here. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. How's your St. Louis princesses doing? They're doing okay. (laughs) Girl, they are looking cute is what they're doing. Uh, So I know this is football season Uh for every other normal person. But, but it's also my favorite season. It's awards well, season. I'm, I'm, I'm by that I know way. you're both that way. That's great. You are an equal opportunity person. <laughs> I am. You are. I love sports and I love award shows. I know. That's why Let's That's just, why you, know. you, you see you're here to fill my deficit. And you are there, to fill mine. Of I course. don't have one. Yes. <laughs> I'm perfect. What? Uh, but, but speaking of perfect, it wasn't very good. The Golden Globes just happened. Yeah. It was a weird uh, weird kind of thing. That happened there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I heard, what was his name? Joy. Uh, jo- Joy Coy. I wasn't familiar with him, but I guess he's a very popular comedian. He is a popular he comedian. He big venues. Yes. He only had 10 days to uh, notice to do this. Which... I call BS on Okay, that. you do? Yes. I'm sorry. Like, dude, you he's... He He should have known these jokes weren't that good. I mean, he did have a chance to look at them <laughs> in advance, I would think. <laughs> You just you just went right for the jugular. He should have known this was they were bad. I mean, we're all like, uh-huh. yeah, I had they a were friends over. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was really weird. Like he did, like I thought he did a fine job, but this whole thing about like it was only ten days away. I'm like, look, for somebody at your level that you do sell out like large venues, who you know, he's also not a host, right? Which is that's a, a big that's a deal. different vibe. It's a whole different vibe. But ten days should be perfect amount of time. For you to come up with a seven-minute monologue. You'd think. You know? Well, maybe he relied on the writers because he's kind of new at hosting, and he thought maybe they knew better well, than him, and um, he trusted them. Who would you have liked to have seen host the Golden Globes? Look, I will always, always, always take Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. I'm with you on that. Every, I'm they 100% with were you just delightful. I loved watching them. They're, they're just perfect. great. P- they're pitch perfect. They're I pitch. Think. Yeah, they are because they kind of think they're like a, they're you know a list a listy. Mm-hmm. They are you know people respect them. Mm-hmm. They're we know them. They're funny. They're women. They're women. They, well, here's the thing. They also they come into our homes every or they used to yeah, every week. Yeah, you so know? we're very familiar with them. So we're very familiar with them. Where I think Joe. Coy did not, no. didn't have that, you know, people didn't know who he was and, you know, especially people in that room, they, if you're going to make jokes about thin-skinned actors, yeah. you, it you has to have be, some respect. you know, well, not even have some respect, it's just like, I think it's better when it comes from, you know, one of us kind yeah. of yeah. thing. And he wasn't clearly one and of them. And he clearly wasn't one of them, so, no. but, you know, I was kind of happy with, with stuff that won. Yeah, um. I, I basically was. I thought Barbie would win more than they won, but okay. No. I here. I've got a. I've got a. Hmm. Hmm. I liked Barbie a lot. I did not think it was like a game changer, mind blown kind of movie. You know what I mean? I need to like, see it again, frankly, because I, I just for some reason tuned out. But people are like really empowered by it. I know, so I know, I know, and just, that's and men. There's just like they. It's, it's so it, I got to watch it again. I got to watch. Well, I think it just came out out on yeah, Max it, today. It did. Um, yeah. If I read my email correctly, <laughs> uh, but it's like you know, I'm like, oh, it's great, and I don't know, maybe I just take for granted, you know, 
that I, you know, I think about the patriarchy and I think about how do we lift women? How do we support women daily? You know, I think about that a lot. Mm -hmm. Like that takes over my head. And while I enjoyed the I enjoyed the movie. I mean, it was candy colored, oh, delicious. It was beautiful, it was to, beautiful to look at. It was so yeah. great. Um, it felt kind of like Ken had the more interesting story in in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And that, um, and I know that America Ferrera mm-hmm. is really like d- touched something special with that big monologue oh, about yeah. what it means to be a woman, you know. And and to me, again, maybe this is coming from my own privileged or or, or enlightened enlightened viewpoint. viewpoint yes. But I'm like, th- yes, but yes. We know that, but I, you know, America Ferrara was on Colbert this week. Mm-hmm. First of all, I love her. She's great. She's so down to earth. She's, She's very an activist. Tiny. She's nice. She got an ovation when she came out on Colbert. That was. Crazy. Oh, really? And it went on to the point when she sat down, she was in tears because she was so moved. She had she was having to wipe her eyes because she was so moved by the so you and I maybe, you know, but to the average person out there that maybe isn't she and and Stephen asked her, like, you know, that monologue, he talked to her about, you know, how special it was and she said, yeah, Greta, Greta Gerwig. Gerwig, and, and you know, they went back and forth, and she sent her articles, and she said, but basically, I've been preparing my whole life for that monologue because I'm a woman. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm, so I guess, I don't know. You know, so I, I, maybe that's why I didn't, I wasn't as crazy for the movie either, because to me it wasn't anything new, but I think for a lot of people it was, and maybe men too, so... Uh, you know, you can't. It, it, I ha- I'm happy that the movie has had the success that it had. Oh, you know, I 100. Really like, am. I'm not. Ta- and I, I guess I'm trying not to take anything away from people's experiences. Maybe I am. Maybe I am trying to do that. I don't know. But it seemed like I was watching it, like, it did not change my world. And it felt to me that it's like. That's it how I make, felt. Too. It would make a great, like, I think this should, this needs to be in every, like, you know. Intro to, to feminism yeah. or women's studies mm-hmm. class, mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. and it seems like it was a little. But I guess I was trying to reach as many people as possible, yeah. you know, with, with this message. It reached a lot it did. of people. It did. It did. Uh, any other surprises for you or people that won that you? Look, I was so happy that uh, uh, Devine Joy Randolph won for the holdovers. Uh, she won best supporting uh, mm-hmm. actress for uh, a motion picture. A She's great in that movie. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But I take yeah. your word, and the you know, obviously she won. And so. Paul Giamatti won too, which I'm was truthfully, I'm a little. I gotta watch that. I'm a little one. confused. Yeah. It's, I, mm, I have a weird. I don't know why I have such well, a maybe weird. Maybe because you're too response. close to it. Uh, maybe as I don't teacher, know. As a former teacher, as a former teacher, uh, no, I think it was just like there were just some weird jumps that kind of happened Mm -hmm. you know that you were supposed to like go along like thing big things happened and it didn't seem like they had laid the foundation to let those big things happen i don't want to spoil it that's valid um it is visually it like it just takes you back to it's a 1971 1970 1971 it takes you back to that time period Perfectly, the style of it is great. Um, there are some f- funny moments that happen in there, but if, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. People, Hollywood loves a teacher mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm, they do. You know, what was that whole? There was that. Um, 
uh, 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 there was one bit with I think it was Issa Rae uh, when they were introducing about like I'd love to get white people roles. White people roles. There's like there's, you know, oh, it's yeah. an, an alcoholic who's oh, yeah. a teacher who yeah. must forgo their love of alcohol and stop being an alcoholic so they can teach the inner city youth, you know, like that. Yes, yeah, yeah, that. And that was people, perfect. people do love that. How about Lily Gladstone? Very excited about Lily Gladstone. I was too. Uh, Very moving speech as well. I have not seen the movie yet. I haven't Jerry either. had, and, and it was like he loved it. Okay, well, people I seem love to like Martin it. Scorsese. Yeah, I love him as a director. Um, did, now, did you ever get around to, to watching Oppenheimer? Because I not know yet. we still we just haven't found the three. We, you know, we eat dinner late, and it's like nine o'clock. We can't start it. You know, we're gonna we're gonna get to it. Maybe this week. I have to get to it before the next award show. That's for sure. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, uh, it's a very long movie. I know, over three hours. And I, I am very excited about. Uh, 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 anatomy of a fall. Sorry, my brain is not working. Anatomy of a fall. Uh, what's that? I'm not familiar uh, with that one. It's, it's a foreign language film, oh. and it's uh, I think they won for screenplay. They won for a couple things and foreign language film. Um, but it it looks like it's this woman who like, I did not kill my husband. It's kind of like a thrillery Ooh. type vibe. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. You like those. I do. And you got to do get back to beef. I will. And major shout outs to beef, too. Yeah. I mean, we're talking like you have three Asian American uh, artists who were uh, awarded yes. uh, with that, with best actor, uh, best uh, actress, uh Support it, wait, no. Uh, the best, yeah, they, Stephen it was Young, Wong, was, Stephen uh, Young and... actor in a miniseries or motion picture, and Ali Wong, actress in a miniseries. miniseries. yeah. And I think, didn't the... It won, and then Beef won. The, uh, oh, and, and it won Best Miniseries. Best or Miniseries, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. it's quite, quite the... Uh, and I do have to give... A, of force. I do have to give shout-outs to uh, The Bear. The Bear well, family. Well, we love the Bear. I, I was happy they won. Love the Bear. I'm happy that Ayo uh, Edebiri won. Yeah, she's um, really great and very. She, she was on the shows last. She was on Jimmy Kimmel last of week. Course. She was great. Yeah. Down to Earth, Jeremy, Jeremy Allen White won. Again. I'm happy that Jeremy Allen White put out a Calvin Klein I ad. You have you that. seen the yes. Calvin Klein ad? Yes, I have. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I have not mm-hmm. seen a single chef that looks like that. Uh, that's my one. That's my beef with the bear. I don't know any that have ever posed like that. No, I don't know uh, if they took their chef's coat off, what they would actually look uh, like. I know. Be, you never oh. know. Grant Ackett's maybe. Who knows? He may have, Who you know, knows? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, could you? did you know that Jeremy had a, a physique like he had until he put on those Calvin Kleins? Yes. You could tell? Oh, my God, yes. Look at his, his arms. arms. His arms are pretty Look nice. at his arm. Every time I'm like, how in the heck do you have arms like that? You are a chef. You work 18-hour days. When, and this is. I know Litton tomato cans, maybe, <laughs> but uh, uh, but I also want to give a big old shout out to uh, PR Casting, Pascal Rudnicki Casting. Uh, they are a, the bear is shot here in Chicago. Yes, it uses Chicago actors mm-hmm. in the show. Uh, if it's fun to watch for me, just because I'm like, there's my friend, and there's you yeah. are, and there you are. It's great. And PR Casting, they actually won an Emmy for casting Very uh, nice. for casting that show and they're Chicago they uh, are company. Chicago based That's fantastic. They, and and as somebody who has to go through the humiliation of an audition you know it's actor acting is the only 
job that I can think of where you literally have a one minute interview and that's and that's it, that's it. um and it's a it, lot of tension a lot of stress to have takes, to do one minute yeah and it takes a lot of time to prepare for that minute and then a lot of time to like to go to the place and then just travel time mm-hmm. for your one to three minutes of, of your interview yeah. as it were pr casting is the best place to go they are the they are just lovely they make you feel welcome supported they want you they like chicago actors Mm. and they want good they want you to get work so a big old shout out to to pr casting um yes so listen uh, i think there's some things that are happening Oh, there we are. Uh, we should probably take a break because okay. I think uh, Ginger uh, might be ready. Oh, that would be fantastic. I know, I know, I know. So why don't we take a break, and when we come back, uh, we'll talk with Ginger Minge. Fantastic. There we go. So stick around. You listen to Out Chicago right here WCPT Heartland Signal. Hey, this is Mark Patton, and I'm from Scream Queen, My Nightmare on Elm Street, and you're listening to Out Chicago. And welcome back to Out Chicago, Scott of Fear, and Ellen Miller. We're talking about age-appropriate clothes. Yeah, New York Times did a little story on it. I need to work on that because, you know, uh, well, but you, it's, you but want to be you want to be fashionable, but you don't want to look like you know I'm I'm 65 and I'm dressing like a 25 year old. And know, I want to be one of those these these ladies that are on like the TikToks and the Instagram uh-huh. that are like in their 70s and they're like I wear whatever I want but to that's, wear that's and how you I look fab and they look amazing. Own it, baby. It's all about a point of view it and is. style. Yes. And speaking of point of views and style. What the one and only Ginger Minge is bringing her show, The Broad's Way, featuring mm-hmm. Gidget Galore to the uh, Venus Cabaret Theater. I love that space. Right in the neighborhood. The fabulous space. It's connected right next to the Mercury Theater. Mm-hmm. It's on Southport, right near you. Uh, they come on, uh, on on January 18th, and it's already been extended. What? Through uh, February 4th. Fantastic. And she's here with us once again. Ginger Minge, welcome back. How are you doing, my friend? Thanks. I am so good. You know, uh, I'm just getting over pneumonia, but I'm so hyped up on prednisone that I feel great. Oh, wow. Whatever Are you it peeing takes. a lot? My dog was on prednisone, and he had to pee a lot. Hmm. Well, I think I pee a lot anyway because okay. I'm 40 now. Okay. <laughs> Give it time. Give it you time, Ginger. Come on. <laughs> Give it time. There we are. Uh, hey, Look, I missed you at the music box for the Chicago Humanities Festival because I had the COVID, which was really Ooh. sad because I was looking forward to seeing you and Anne together. Uh, how'd it go? It was one of the wildest nights of my life. Yeah. Um, you know, Is that all? I adore Anne Burrell. I've loved watching her on TV all these years. And, of course, we didn't get to meet until right before the show. So we're, we're sitting there and we're chit-chatting, we're talking. We finished the, uh, the talkback portion, and I go to do the signing. Well, that's like two and a half, three hours later. I expect this woman is out of her drag and in bed at the hotel. I get back to the dressing room, and she's sitting there with a bottle of wine, and she goes, all right, so we going to sing karaoke? <laughs> all right, that's the spirit. I said, oh, I guess we are. So we ended up getting my crew together, her crew together. We went over to um, 
this cute tiki bar. I really forget the name of it right now, but it's a very cute tiki oh, bar. It's on Sheffield. It's, um, uh, yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Uh, right by Belmont it's Sheffield. Trader, Trader, Trader something. Trader Todd's. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And we ended up going in there. It was packed, and half of the room knew who she was. The other half knew who I was. Oh, my God. By the God. end of it, we're literally all one giant room full of friends just singing karaoke I all night. That. It was wild. Uh, it was so much fun. Uh, oh, girl, so when are you just going to move to Chicago? Yeah, I think you, you should. You keep coming back here, and I mean, you know. We'd love to have Well, you, you know, here. it's so funny. It's so funny because, you know, I always say it's my home away from home, and people are like, oh, how cliche. Everybody says that. No, I really spend more time in Chicago than I do in Orlando at this point. I know. My, my, my fan base and my friends, they're all in Chicago, so it's really only a matter of time and money before I'm there full-time. Oh, fantastic. fantastic. There we go. There here. we go, because, you know. Full-time. I know, because you came in, you got... Great reviews with La Cage Fall. You had an incredible night at the Music Box that only can happen in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And now you're coming <laughs> to uh, the Venus Cabaret Theater, which is one of my favorite spaces in the world. Mine too. It's so great. You know, last, uh, last January and February, we did our Golden Gals live show in the Mercury. Yeah. And it, it was great. You know, it was just sold out, great crowds. Who doesn't love the Golden Girls? Um, but the whole time we were there, I just kept peeking my head into the Venus going, I just love this space so much. It's so pretty, but it's so intimate and you don't feel like you're shoved right next to each other. You got room to breathe, but you just feel like you're part of the action. So when they asked us to come back and do another show this January, we were like, well, yes, we will, but we want the Venus. We want that room. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fabulous room. And you are coming with uh, Gijikalor for the Broad's Way. What's the show about? I think I can guess. (laughs) It's about an hour, is what I tell people. Um, Da-da-boom. Yeah, so it's like part forbidden Broadway, part drag show. It's just all fun. Uh, It's our chance to perform all of the musical theater roles that we'll probably never get to play in real life. And we do it in fabulous drag. It's some of the most beautiful costumes I've ever worn. Gidget made them all. And I've been sitting here during all of my pneumonia downtime, just rhinestoning everything. So there's lots of bling. Okay. Um, And it's funny. You know, I think it's doing it and and, uh, I'm underselling it by saying that there's a laugh every 30 seconds. It's really like a laugh every 10 seconds. And we did it. We we did a whole sold out run for three months in P-Town this past year. And it just, it blew everybody away. Every review was just, oh, this is the best show to hit P-Town in decades. And it really was just something that we thought was funny and we didn't know how other people were going to really respond to it. And when we saw them just crying, they were laughing so hard or singing along or clapping or dancing or all these things. We're like, we have to take this to Chicago because if they get it here in P-Town, they're going to love it in Chicago. So are you going to be doing it regularly in P-Town? Is it going to be an annual event? Uh, So this was our third summer in P-Town. We try to change that show every year. But this is the one that just, People just really took off. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm thinking that maybe we try to do a second edition yeah. uh, for P-Town this year. Because, of course, you know, we do 24 songs and, and 20 costume changes in an hour. What? So we're, but we're 20? like, that's only the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a dresser? 
<laughs> yes, we have one dresser that we share between the two of us, oh, and no. we're running cool. from one end of the theater to the next. This show is a marathon, oh. and I had to look at Gidget one night in P-Town, and I, I, I just finished belting out Rose's turn, and they're doing this 10-second costume change on me to come back out and do the Hot Honey Rag from Chicago. Oh, which is like one of the biggest dance numbers uh-huh. in all musical theater history. Uh-huh. And I look at Gidget and my eyebrows have sweated down to my cheeks. I'm oh, so no, hot. No. And I go, who wrote this? And she said, you did, Mary. Get the hell out there. Uh-huh. <laughs> How long have you uh, known Gidget? She's been my best friend for 20 years. We're going uh-huh. on 21. Uh, we started drag together here in Orlando. That's- and we've just kind of... We're the two musical theater girls that nobody else in town really kind of knew where to plug us in. So we created our own thing. And Perfect. It's really taken off. Yeah. Sounds I mean, like that's it. that's the thing that, that I, it's one of the many things that I adore about you. Of course, the glamour, the fashion, but you were just, you were funny. You were so <laughs> freaking funny and just delightful to watch. And I can only imagine what it's like to be with your 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 best friend and being like, all right. We we crack ourselves up doing with this stuff, you know. Let's put it on stage and like how much fun that must be. Is it just like I I know it's a marathon. It's a it sounds like you know one hour, twenty four songs, twenty costume changes. That's that is a lot, but it's got to be fabulous to be able to do that with with Gidget Galore. Well, there's never a dull moment on stage, and the thing about it is people were coming back to the show night after night. Because even though the skeleton is the same, the jokes change. It's whatever we're feeling in the moment. We've worked together for so long that we do finish each other's sentences. And it's just like, it's just silly. And we have a good time. And there's never been one moment, especially during this show, where I've gotten bored. I've fallen into the routine of phoning it in Mm -hmm. or anything like that. It's just always so fresh and fun and new. That says a lot. Yeah, I was reading about... uh about uh, 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 gosh, I'm trying. Uh, your partner, I'm tra- drawing a blank. Oh, what? Uh, my husband, no, CJ, no, or no, Gidget? Gidget. Oh yeah, you're fine. And, and, I I'm forget sorry. her all the time. I know. And, and, but it sounds like she, you know, you said she does the wardrobe, but she has worked on a team with, you know, with people like Donna Summer, and mm-hmm. Anna, I mean, she's really uh, somebody special and somebody very uh, acclaimed for for doing the design and the costumes. Do you also have input, or do you just leave it all up to her? I'm the type that I have, like, the the overall picture in my head of what I want it to be. So she makes fun of me all the time when I call her at 4 in the morning, and I go, all right, so we need a costume that looks like this, but when you spin, it does this, and then we rip it away, and it suddenly turns into this. And she goes, I'm going to bed. Don't call me again. And she Then she'll call me. She'll call me the next day and go, all right, I couldn't sleep, so I figured it all out. This is how we're making it. That's why and that's perfect. how our relationship works. Yeah, that's yeah. why you're a good team. You guys, you were really on the same page. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I'm, A I'm, lot of people, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean yeah. to cut you no, off, but a lot of people um, have asked her, like, well, why hasn't she been on Drag Race? If she's so great, why hasn't she been on Drag yeah. Race? And honestly, she has zero desire to be on RuPaul's Drag Race mm-hmm. because... As much as she loves performing, her passion is design. 
So she actually got to go and do, um, it was for Out TV. They did So Fierce, which was like Project Runway for drag fashion designers. Mm-hmm. And she made top four on that and had a great time. And that's really opened up a lot more doors for her to where she now, like her big goal, she wants to be on TV, is to do Project Runway. Oh, why not? Set the goals and and achieve them. Come on. What a pair you two are. I know. Gidget and Ginger. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. The G's. The G's. Ginger, I know you were in the Mercury before, but have have you ever actually performed in the Venus Cabaret yet? We did, um, not this past October, but the one before. Uh, I had just done the Hocus Pocus two movie, so we did a Hocus Pocus tour. Oh, that um, yeah, where yeah, yeah. I was Winifred, Gidget was Mary, and our friend Adrian was Sarah, and we debuted that show in the Mercury, and it was or in the Venus. I'm sorry, the Venus, yeah. and it was one of those things where we were like, "Ooh, this is a big show. I don't know how it's going to fit." And then we got there, and it was just such a cool experience because it felt like everywhere we walked in the room and we tried to make the whole space super interactive everywhere we went in that room everybody was having such a fun time they were having such a different experience yeah. do, do you know the, and that's what made me go this is like the best room in chicago do you know the capacity in the room 87. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, it's very a small, intimate. it's a very, very intimate, intimate venue. Uh, I perform stand-up there. It's fabulous. It's you're, uh, I gotta I, get there. I know. I cannot wait uh, to go see Ginger Minj, The Broadsway with Gidget Galore. It opens on January 18th and runs through February 4th, but I think you should better get your tickets, because yeah, this gonna is go, gonna, be, gonna, this go this gonna be up close and personal yeah, venue, yeah. And, and already it's well, been extended. Well, that was the thing. They, they called us, and they were like, uh, hey, I know you haven't sold out yet, but you're selling faster than any of your other shows here. Can we extend it a week? And we went, yeah, we'll stay there as long as we can because we love Chicago. But I would say the tickets are going very fast. So make sure if you want to come and see it, you get them soon. And will you let us know when you're karaoke so we can meet you there? Yes. It's right by my house. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, now now it's funny because Anne will FaceTime me every time she goes karaoke and she makes me sing um, On the Road Again with her. Oh my, I love it. <laughs> I love that. Friends for life. Neither one of us even liked that song, but we bonded over it that night because we were laughing so hard. So now she's like, I'm at karaoke in L.A., and I want you to sing this with me, so I'll get on FaceTime and sing it with her. That is brilliant. I can only imagine what that version sounds like. It's got to be music not great. Yep. But it's going to be, uh, yeah, and it's not going to hold a candle to everything that's going on with uh, 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 the Broad's Way. Ginger Minch, Gidget Galore, together again for the first time, but actually 20 years. That way, there we go. At the Venus Cabaret. Uh, Ginger, thank you so much for joining us again. We can't wait to see you. Bring uh, wool socks, for it is cold now. Oh, I have gotten my long underwear all pressed and ready to go. Good, Fabulous. Good Every idea. time I wear long underwear, I always feel like this is how Clark Kent feels when he's dressed as Superman, <laughs> you know, just a little sweaty and mildly annoyed when he has to go doo-doo. Uh, so <laughs> there we are, and ending on a doo-doo joke. Uh, Ginger Minch, thanks so much for joining us. And I want to thank every, all of our other guests, uh, Yvonne Oldacre and Madeline Miley. Uh, Devin, you are incredible. Thank you for running the show. Paul, you're doing a pretty mediocre job back there. And New year, new you. Step up. Uh, and uh, Ella Miller, have a great time today at Shuba's. Thank, you. Thank at the, you very much. For, for Girls Rock. Have a good week yourself. Thank you very much. And I'm Scott Duff. And until next week, stay, stay proud. proud.